0: Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. So let Cedar. seated. Thank you so much for your brilliant, amazing warm welcome. And uh, just a, another great joy for Vicki and I to be here um, together with you. We love Excite Church. We love the people and what God is doing. We believe you are strategically placed in Kitty to be a light to the whole of this Northland region. You have an amazing destiny. And um, we're just here cheering you on. So and our beautiful Fano visiting us from Auckland, God bless you. It's so so awesome to see you here this morning with uh, this beautiful family here. Um, Vicky's going to share something quickly with us as well. But just before we do, I just wanted to say to Rhys and Carmel that um, interpreting the battles and the struggle around your life has not been easy, you know, but you know what? God has an incredible destiny for you together as a couple, yes. and the battles you've had to fight are not just connected with um, your own personal destiny, but with the destiny of many others. Mm-hmm. And so you haven't been just fighting for yourselves and and at times you know for your relationship together, but you're fighting for something much much greater, recent Carmel and I just want to cheer you on. Mm-hmm. you guys are destined to have an amazing impact and you're going to gather around you an incredible family of young people who are going to make such a difference and your testimony your journey has been so um, filled with with challenge but it's because you know what it is to walk through those challenges so bless you guys go hard
1: (laughs) morning Fano um i just um been having like god 's just been revealing giving me um uh visions and things and and one of the things he's been pointing out to me is um like there is a revival just happening it 's starting to happen yes. in the north yes. you know we can feel it we it 's in our spirit we, it's, and we can just see it in the lives of people that are being transformed and changed. And, and, and the Lord's been um, saying that revival is breakthrough, isn't it? It's breakthrough in our personal life, it's breakthrough in our family, it's a breakthrough in our neighbourhood, and it's a breakthrough in a whole community and a whole region and then a whole city. And then that city gets on fire, that whole, and the whole New Zealand is going to get on fire, and we're going to be going out into other nations as well. We're going to be carrying it. But I feel like the Lord's been really putting it on my heart. What is the face of revival, the start of revival, the the face of it as it goes forward, the face of the revival is going to be, is that we're going to know that we know that we know that every single one of us is a beloved Incredible, precious, delighted upon, favoured, most enjoyed daughter and son of God. You're going to carry that. When we go forth forth as a a mighty force, we're going to go as beloved sons and daughters, knowing that we are so loved. Our heavenly Father's with us. He delights presencing presenting us. He loves in presenting each one of us. And he just goes with us as a a company because we're so enjoyed and loved by our Father. And we're righteous. It's not because of our own goodness, as as, um, as Pastor was saying this morning, it's because we're living in Christ's righteousness. We're, we're, we're resting into him and going forward. <laughs>
0: awesome. <laughs> awesome. Hey, such a joy to see Colin and Jenny here with us. We love you guys. We love the way you've just given your lives to Mozambique. And uh, it's just so awesome having you back in the north for this such an hour as this, and God has just such an amazing destiny in this beautiful couple as well. Well, the theme this month has been breakthrough. And, you know, we all need breakthrough. We all need breakthrough. Life is one series of breakthroughs. Um, Life is filled with challenges. Life is filled with all kinds of circumstances that come across our path. And so each of us uh, faces our own journey in breakthrough. Um, We face a personal journey and breakthrough. Churches face a journey of breakthrough. And nations and districts face a journey of breakthrough. And this is an amazing season in Northland right now. As uh, God, as as Vicki said, uh, we have the privilege of looking over the wall and we see what God's doing in all the little communities around the North. And let me tell you, there's just such exciting things happening in this hour. We live um, with such excitement in our hearts knowing that we are poised in Northland to see an outbreak of the Spirit of God of families farno being healed people being delivered and set free we're going to see the drug lords um, bowing the knee we're going to see them acknowledging Jesus we're going to see methamphetamine um, chased out of the land we're going to see broken relationships healed and people delivered and set free and we uh, no the government doesn't have the answer for this, but it is resident in the people of God. it is it is in, it is in the heart of, of God's people and right now he's he's positioning each of you in in, in, his, in his army, in his team in his family so that you can carry this amazing love and breakthrough into your world. And so um, you know as we go forward in this, we all face these breakthrough, Challenges in life, and and one of the there's a couple of things about this breakthrough thing that um, are just so important to get a hold on um, for us all, and that is the first thing I believe we need to be 100% absolutely convinced of is that God's will for you is to break through. And so uh, I know in the circumstances of life, when you uh, linger long and a problem and a difficulty or a challenge or a mountain seems to not move. You can wonder if God really loves you, if He really is concerned about you as an individual. And you know, as we um, begin to just look in the pages of Scripture, we just discover over and over again that God cares about nations, He cares about the whole planet, He but He cares about communities and towns, and He com- cares about families and marriages. And He cares about individuals and He cares about young people. And so whoever you are this morning, God is personally concerned and involved and with you. He loves you unconditionally, fully and completely. And He is committed to your breakthrough. He's committed to you coming into abundant life. Because he said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And in the book of Acts, it says Jesus Christ went about doing good and healing all of those who were oppressed of the devil. And so today I am convinced that God is, he wants, he's committed to you breaking through. And, uh, you know, uh, there's been some great messages this month and and I actually delight going on um, SoundCloud um, Excite's website and going to SoundCloud and listening to the messages. So I heard Paul's great message at the beginning of the month on breakthrough from 2 Samuel 5. And, uh, and then I heard Harmony and Reuben. Uh, Harmony, a testimony just blew me away. I thought, wow, what a, a wonderful story of breakthrough. And Reuben just sharing on Paul and Silas in prison, just praising the Lord. And, um, Last week, Pastor Ruth sharing um, and Daniel um, giving some great keys, and and Ruth just sharing on stop weeping and go forward (laughs) and, uh, you know, um, just taking the land. So there's some great testimonies there, and I just want to encourage you to um, go back and review those things because they all add up to give you something of, of how to break through in your situation. And so one of the themes that's been coming through quite strongly already is the whole theme of praise and worship. You know, praise and worship is such a powerful key of breakthrough, and it's been so emphasized this month because it is so amazing. But you know, when you can begin to praise God, when you don't know what to do, when you don't know how it's going to sort itself out, when you don't know anything, you can always praise God because faith praises God before it sees the answer. It's easy to praise God when the chains have fallen off and you're walking free. But it's not so easy to praise God when things are tough and it doesn't seem to be an answer in front of you. So if you don't know what to do, you can always praise the Lord. Because it's an expression of dependence, of saying, Father, you love me. I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to give you worship because my faith and dependence are centred in you. And... Uh, So God is committed to your breakthrough. He has no favorites. Do you know that? And yet the Apostle John said, I'm the disciple whom Jesus loved. I want to tell you something this morning. I am too. (laughs) I'm the disciple whom Jesus loved. And guess what? Every single one of you sitting in this room is the disciple whom Jesus loved. We can all say that about ourselves. So God he uh, loves every single one of us he's committed he's he's invested uh, totally into all of us going forward into breakthrough and uh, so um yeah so some great things being said already this powerful key of praise um, and we can say a whole lot more about that there's just like hurdles of stuff in the scripture about the breakthrough of cra- of praise um, but i want to tell you this that some situations of breakthrough require you to have insight from the Holy Spirit. And uh, I can look back in my life and and um, I want to tell you a few stories because sometimes testimonies of breakthrough um, bring, they release faith and encouragement to you. Um, and I want to just share something about Vicki, my beautiful Vicki. Um, two years after we were married, she was pregnant with our second child and uh, she went into a, a season of, uh, in, in cre- uh, deep oppression. and she was battling. She couldn't sleep at night. I spent nights um, stroking her hair, praying for her, speaking scriptures over her life. And she was in the midst of a spiritual battle that was so intense. And um, we had we held um, to our faith through that season, believing that God, this was not the will of God. This was not her destiny. This was not who God says she was. And through that season, um, we began to realize, and God graciously gave revelation. And uh, we, um, through a conversation with her, 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 her parents, she discovered something had happened in their walk um, while she was in the womb. And this incredible battle in her life actually traced back to what a decision they almost made to abort her while she was still in the womb. And it had released into her life a spirit of, of not only rejection, but, a, a, but death was around her. And so when we discovered that, and her dad um, came and said, "Vicky, I'm deeply sorry. The Lord's showing me how terrible it was that I considered aborting you. That as we understood that, and she forgave her dad, suddenly The battle ceased and peace came. And she um, today is a a glowing testimony of a breakthrough that God did in her life that brought her into the glorious liberty and destiny in which she now stands. And so, you know, life is filled with some interesting challenges. You know, um, there's many, many um, things along life's journey (laughs) And, um, you know, we've been around a little while now, and um, I want to tell you, God's been faithful to us. In all of life, He's been faithful. And in every battle, He has given us a strategy. One of the things, um, I want to share some diverse stories this morning, because I want you to understand that God's method of breakthrough, or God's key to breakthrough for you, um, will be often different to what it is to your neighbor. And as encouraging as it is, as hearing the stories and even reading the stories in the Bible, I want to tell you that God often has something unique He wants to do for you. It's It's a revelation He wants to give you that will unlock your situation. And so what we learn from the Word of God is we see many, many principles of breakthrough. We see how prayer is an amazing key of breakthrough. We see Moses standing on a hill with Aaron and her holding his hands up in the battle, maintaining prayer and a battle being won in the valley. So prayer is a key to breakthrough. We see battles being won where God says, stand still and see my salvation. Just standing and trusting God and seeing battles won. We see battles being won as God's people praised Him and gave Him thanks and just thanked Him for the victory. We see battles being won that way. We see battles being won by such unusual things that it makes you wonder. We see Jesus spitting on some mud and rubbing it in a, in a blind person's eyes and their eyes are being opened. We see, um, in fact, in Jesus' miracles, you hardly see two the same because he listened to the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you that maybe the key to your breakthrough this morning, if you're standing in a place of praise, if you're standing in a place of worship, one of the great blessings of doing that is you will hear the Spirit of God. My greatest place of hearing, hearing Him is in worship. I hear more in worship than I hear in any other time of of my daily life. Ah, put the worship on and get into His presence. And somehow you begin to hear a lot more clearly. And so God used many different strategies to bring breakthrough into into lives. And so um, we understand that He has an individual, sometimes things He wants to show us that enable us to break through. One of the things that happened for me early in my life in Moriwa was um, I came out of Bible school and I was I had very little. Um, I didn't have been um, living by faith for a couple of years, working a little bit, had a part-time job. But went into Moriwa, didn't have a lot. And um, not long after I got there, the Lord gave me this interesting scripture from the Psalms. And he said this, he said, If riches increase, don't set your heart on them. And... Uh, And I thought, well, that's a pretty strange scripture. I ain't got no riches, you know. God, you're pretty safe, you know. I love you, you know. And uh, not long after that, a friend of mine who was there just helping me in the life of the church, we both got jobs in forestry contracting. And uh, we were out in the bush all day um, enjoying the creation, um, just doing forestry work um, of all kinds, pruning, felling, thinning, clearing, all kinds of stuff. But we started to earn some really seriously good money for the early 80s. And yes, the bank account started to really look good. And um, and uh, through that process, something happened in my heart that I never anticipated, but God knew. He said to me, son, if riches increase, don't set your heart on it. And so one day, uh, we had this visiting group of young people come through town, a group of Waiwamas. And uh, they were living by faith and praying about every step of the journey. And so while they're there, God starts to speak to me about giving them some money. And I'm like, no, that's my money. You know? I worked really hard for that. You know? Do you know how many trees I pruned for that, Lord? You know, Fought the, through the gorse. You know, um, But the Lord was relentless in his love because he knew that my heart had shifted to connecting to something that he needed to set me free from. I needed a breakthrough, but I didn't know it until he began to um, uncover it. And so, yes, I did get to the place um, a couple of weeks later and gave away a substantial amount of money. And the glorious liberty that flowed into my life was just indescribable. And so... In that situation, breakthrough was I needed to obey the Holy Spirit and give something away. So um, when I first also was in Murray, where, um, after a few years, I really wanted a home. And so I wanted a base because we'd been rent, I'd been re- in flatting situations, and, and I couldn't do home groups very well because the other guys in the flat weren't that sympathetic. So I was struggling. So I said, Lord, I really need a home. So I went down to the land agent, and I said, have you got any homes for Salamuru? And he said, yep. And he started to go through his file, and he said, oh, this one's this, and this one's that, and this one's got four bedrooms, and this one's this price. And I said, no, 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 what's your cheapest one? (laughs) And he said, you wouldn't want to see that. And I said, no, take me and show me. So he took me and showed me this home. It was all covered in green mold. The iron was all covered in that thick lichen. Um, there was a few busted windows. The kai kui was this high. And I saw this house. with a hmm. So I crawled underneath, had a look underneath. Yep, she's solid as a rock. Had a bit of a look through it. it was native timber. It looked hideous, but it was as solid as a rock. And so I said, oh, they wanted, this is get this, guys, they wanted 29000 Can you imagine it? <laughs> 29000 for a home. Wouldn't you like that to come around today? So anyway, I thought, mm, I'll offer them 26. So I offered them 26,000 and uh, he got got back to me within, I rang him after I got home and I said, I'm going to offer they got back to He got back to me within five minutes. He said, yep. <laughs> and I went, no, I've offered too much. Mm. And, I, and uh, couldn't, that was too easy. They, Oh, offered too much. But anyway, that home under our care became one of the best homes in Widow and it still is today. We did a lot of renovations there and did it. You see, the answer to our breakthrough was something very humble and something that didn't look great, but I knew the Holy Spirit was on that home. See, if you have a preconceived idea of how God will bring your breakthrough, you may miss it. You see, and we needed to start there. I heard a a lovely story the other day about a family, uh, and this lady was talking about her her beloved daughter and son-in-law, and they went to rent a house, and the parents thought this house was everything that this young couple, married couple, could want, but they turned it down. They couldn't believe it. And they said, why did you turn it down? Because it didn't have a dishwasher. (laughs) Preconceived ideas can often be a hindrance to what God wants to bring into your life. So understand that God, you need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. You need to ask the Lord for your key to your breakthrough. Another thing about this home is Vicki and I married and uh, a few years later and we had five beautiful children, all born in and, um, But we had the most interesting neighbors. And the ones on our right... Um, were the most noisy neighbors you could ever imagine. They loved the radio up full bore all day, every day. And they just noise was just all around us. I'm a country boy, so I struggled. I I just wasn't used to that. I, I love a bit of quiet and time to meditate and that. And I had an office in the back of the garage we'd built, and I used to sit in there with my earmuffs on, trying to study it was that noisy but not only that um, when the pub emptied out on Friday nights they were quite entrepreneurial they um, ran the bar from 10 o'clock on so they had big stocks of alcohol and they were selling it it was all pretty illegal but they were the after hours bar and the whole town knew it and not only that they had a pretty good stereo in there so man, it was rocking at one and two o'clock in the morning and it was that so noisy, our kids could sleep, thank the Lord. But Vicky and I used to pick up our mattress off our bed, go to the furthest corner of the house and make our bed and lie there and just think, mm, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Bless our neighbors. Not always those thoughts. <laughs> but we we were in prayer and saying, God, this is not what you want. And, uh, and so we, we just sought the Lord. We didn't want to um, create a situation where we kind of like called noise control and then lived with neighbors who were, you know, bitter or angry with us. So we thought, no, we're not going to go down that ro- road. We're just going to look to you, Lord. So we prayed, and God gave us a scripture um, out of the Psalms. And uh, if I put my glasses on, I could probably tell you what it was. But it's in Psalm, I think, it's sixty-two, and it says this: "It says, um, the 'The sceptre of the wicked will not rest, or extend over the land allotted to the righteous.'" And the day that God gave us that scripture, we began to smile, and we began to thank Him, and we began to really began to praise Him. Then we hadn't seen any change, but we had the Word of the Lord. See, we had the key to breakthrough. Which oftentimes will be God speaking to you from his word or giving you uh, an, an encouragement through someone that just resonates with your heart. There's so many ways God can get his solution to you that I don't want to limit that. I've had God speak to me off K C F M and give me a key to breakthrough. Yes, all... Off a song that you know a person was singing. Look, like, wow, thank you, Jesus. So don't limit how God can bring the revelation you need into your life. It it often will be through the Word, but it may not be. So just praise Him, and He will speak. He will get to you the Word you need for your breakthrough. And so we, we had our Scripture, which we then began to pray. Just thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The scepter of the wicked or the influence of our beautiful neighbors will not extend over our property. And we began to pray that and just hold that before the Lord. And about six months later, a big party, um, two o'clock in the morning, and there's a massive riot and glass smashing and people yelling. And we thought, whoa, this is really bad. Only time we ever called the police. And the police came and did a drive-by and left. <laughs> they went... They didn't even go, they didn't go in there. They weren't, they weren't like, nah. <laughs> so they didn't go in. So we, whoa, went all quiet after a while. Next morning, we're talking to our neighbours, saying, how are you guys? And, and the, the guy who ran the parties was not happy. And um, his partner had gone home with someone else. And he was that angry, he had smashed the whole garage, the bar and all the alcohol and the stereo and everything. So the end of noise. <laughs> no more parties. And progressively, um, with, there was still one daughter in that family who, she still loved her loud music. But then another few weeks later, she moved out. And then old mama, dear old lady, she came over one day and she big smiles. She said, "Oh, I've got my house back," <laughs> and she loved. She wasn't noisy, but she had these kids who were. And so we lived in peace. And so, um, you know, look, the way God will break through for you is, is, is just be open to the Holy Spirit. But I want to tell you this. I've seen God break through in so many situations. You know, we could just go on telling stories all day. But I want to tell you this, that if you will just go seek the Lord, um, and there's another key in this, or another thing I think is really important. I felt the Lord speaking, reminding me of getting ag- me again this week. And that was this, that in the Psalms, um, I was reminded of the scripture. I think it's in Psalm 27, 8, and it says this. It says, um, Lord, you said, seek, you said seek your face, and my heart said, Lord, your face I will seek. And I, and I really felt this in Breakthrough. You know, when, when we think about the subject of Breakthrough, don't make the mistake, as I have through life, of seeking God simply for a solution to my problem. You know, God is more interested in His relationship with you than He is. He just doesn't want to be your problem solver. He wants to be your friend. He wants you to know Him and enter into a relationship with Him. And sometimes, again, in the, in, in Proverbs, you can read that, Um, it's the glory of God to hide a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search it out. You see, God isn't hiding the solution from you. He's hiding it for you. And He's so designed this walk of faith that we go after Him. And we say, Father, You have a solution. You have a breakthrough for me. And we seek His face. And we say, Father, we love You. We love You, Lord. We love you because of who you are and what you've done for us on the cross. And we know that you have a key to every situation of life. And as we just seek Him in that way, God will begin to unlock to you a breakthrough. He'll give you the key for your situation. But don't just seek Him for the solution only. Seek Him for Himself. You see, God wants you to discover This intimate relationship with Him in the process of receiving your breakthrough. See, God's not just a vending machine to the problems of life, it's relational. He says, relationship. And out of relationship flows the revelation of breakthrough. And so go after him because he's God, because he's amazing, because he's this all-loving, incredible being that's given his beloved son on the cross. Go after him because he's infallibly good, he's infallibly kind, he's infallibly amazing and beautiful. And he has, he loves you so deeply, but he's committed to you growing in that relationship. And so sometimes breakthroughs not just gonna drop out of the sky. And your problems get solved like this. Bang, 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 bang. It's about time in his presence. Loving him. Saying, God, you are, you're, you're so amazing. You're so good. And I'll tell you what, he'll solve all your problems. He really will. He loves you. He loves every one of you here in this house this morning. And, uh, you know, I had four pages of full-scale notes and I've hardly been near them. Because when I... Started to think about breakthrough, my heart just overflowed with gratitude to the Lord. You know, in the worship this morning, I couldn't stop the tears as I began to recall the breakthroughs and the the wonderful things that God had done. Has it all been easy? No. Sometimes it's been challenging and difficult. Sometimes breakthrough does not come easily and quickly. But I want to tell you this, that whenever a breakthrough does not come quickly, don't think God's not there. Don't think he doesn't know. Don't think he doesn't care. Don't think it's not going to happen. It's going to happen, but there's something taking place in your life through the pursuit and through the holding of the promises that develops something in your character and in your life that will position you for greater and greater breakthrough. You see, there's something takes place inside of us as we contend for breakthrough that cannot take place if God just solves your problems instantly. He won't do that. He's a loving father. Sometimes he does. I've had God give me instance as well, but I've had God delay, and I've struggled in the delay and wondered if He loved me, wondered if He cared, wondered if He knew my address. He does. He does. He knows your address this morning. He knows your struggle. He knows those things that you've battled with and labored with. And I want to tell you this morning, He's 100% committed. He's 100% committed. He's 100% invested into your breakthrough. And if you will pursue, if you will hold, I tell you stories And you say, well, Howie, that doesn't help me in my struggle. I tell them because I want to demonstrate His faithfulness, not my wisdom. I didn't know what to do, but He does. And as I connected with Him, the key, the breakthrough began to drop into my heart. And so this morning, I just want to, in closing out today, I want to say to you that the most precious, wonderful thing on this planet is a relationship with the Heavenly Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't have that relationship this morning, then I wanna to say to you today, if you will open the door of your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, he will come into you. He will begin to give you the keys of breakthrough that you need. Maybe, there may be all kinds of relational challenges, financial challenges, um, addiction challenges, Whatever the challenge may be, if you will open your heart today, then God will give you a breakthrough. God will come into your heart. And our church, I just want us to pray for a moment. Let's just close our eyes. And I just want to say to anyone in the house this morning, if you're here this morning, you're visiting excited, or you're here with a friend, and you need something to happen in your life, you need breakthrough, then God's here. To, he, he wants to meet with you. If you've never invited Jesus into your life this morning, I want to give you that opportunity because because He's just so good. He is so good. He is so loving. He is so amazing and so powerful to set free. If you're here this morning, just while look, we're just going to take a moment with eyes closed and heads bowed. I just want you to just look at me or lift your hand and just say, that's me this morning. I really want a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to receive this, the forgiveness He offers, and I want to open my heart to Him. Is there anyone? Just going to give you a moment. Is there anyone here this morning not yet invited Jesus into your life? All right, thank you. Don't see anyone here this morning, but God bless you this morning, every one of you. Thank you. I also just want to... um, I ask you this morning, have you been seeking God's hand and not His face? Have you been going after Him just purely because He's a solution to your problem? Have you been going after Him on that basis? And you feel this morning, yes, Lord, I haven't sought your face. I just sought your solutions. I've just sought you on that basis. Then I want to give you, invite you in a moment just to talk to the Lord about that. I want to ask you this morning, are you committed to the journey? Are you a millennial? If you don't get a coffee in one minute in McDonald's, you're leaving. And McDonald's experience is over. Are you committed to the journey? To keep pressing in. Because every person in this room would have an experience where God had come quickly. But we'd also had experiences where God didn't come quickly. Are you committed to living in His love and in His promise until He does turn up in your situation? I want to encourage you to commit to the journey. It's good. And finally, if God's given you a word of breakthrough, a promise, but the answer is still lingering, are you committed to nourishing and stewarding the promise he's given you until you see the breakthrough. I've discovered as soon as I have the word of the Lord, I can begin to praise. Like Abraham, even though it took 25 years, I don't think God will keep any of you waiting that long. But we have these great examples of faith, that he is faithful and he will come through. I want to you, invite you to stand now and the worship team, just to close. And as we sing, as we worship, I want to invite you to sing and talk to God. And talk to God. You talked to Him this morning about your breakthrough. You talk to Him. Said, Father, I need to hear Your voice. I need to have a word. I need a, I need a revelation. I need Your personal word. Or oh, Lord, I am sorry that I've just been seeking Your hand and not Your face. Oh Lord... Thank you for the word you've given me. There's prophecy, there's scriptures you've given me, and I've kind of got in the pain of just forgotten about my word. Well, I want to encourage you to get your word out. Get your promise. Ruth said last week that it's standing and resting in the promises of God and standing and resting in them that assure our breakthrough. You have your breakthrough standing in the promises, and God is committed to your breakthrough. One more thing, just before we sing, I felt over on this side of the of the auditorium, there was someone. You are battling with grief. You are. You've been walking in a situation of grieving. In your heart, you've suffered loss. You've suffered a loss in your life, and you're in grief. And you've been just stuck there. All well, I want to tell you this morning: this is a day of your breakthrough. As you worship this morning. A spirit of grief is going to lift up your life and you're going to walk into absolute liberty. And over this side of the room, I believe there's someone who feels very distant from God. And you felt like, God, I haven't felt your presence. I don't know where you are. I know you, I know you, I know I'm a Christian, but I don't know where you are, God. I feel so distant. Well, God's going to come near to you and reassure you that He's there with you this morning. Let's worship. Thank you, Mel.